All right, welcome back to another episode of The Press Room. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, and today I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Nathan Bressel. Nathan, we've got a couple other guests today. It's going to be fun, but let me ask you the daily question. What is on your mind today? What's on my mind today? Oh, man. Had a good Thanksgiving with my family, so today we're recording this on Black Friday. Yeah. My dad to look at some guns today, so that was fun, and then um, hanging out with my family a little bit later. So just wrapping up some family time. And then I fly out tomorrow night after the Ohio State Michigan game. So looking forward to getting back into Oklahoma City as well. You eat a lot of food. Bro, I ate so much. Bro, really good. <laughs> that was the best Thanksgiving I like I remember. Like food wise, yeah. dude. I gained like five pounds. It was awesome. I would agree. Uh, all right. So let's get, this is the pre-bedlam episode. Obviously, neither of us are OU or OSU fans. So there's not really much bias here, but we do live in Oklahoma. Most of our listeners are from Oklahoma, so we got to do this. This is like anticipated. It's a big game this year. Oklahoma State and OU are both good, or they're pretty equal, more closer to each other than they've been in a long time. So it's going to be a big game. We've got a couple guests on this episode to help us discuss the game. And we're going to welcome our first one right now. Give us just one sec. It's connecting real quick. What is going on, Bryson? What's up, man? What's up? This is my cousin Bryson, Oklahoma State alum. Bryson, you ready to talk some uh, some Bedlam? Yes, let's do it. All right, Bryson, this is my co-host, Nathan. Nathan, this is Bryson. Nice to meet you, bro. How's it going, Nathan? All right, let's just, get, let's, let's just get into it right now. We're going to start with you, Bryson, because you're the special guest today. Man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm fired up. I just bought my tickets. Um that was the most I've ever paid for a sports ticket. So, uh, how much did you pay? They were about three hundred apiece, three fifty apiece, and man, you know, it, it worked out well. My dad's birthday was two days ago, so I got him a ticket. So, but we're we're fired up. I'm about to head up to Stillwater tonight and enjoy the town, and then see if we can't get a win tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. Now, Bryson, I'm gonna no bias here. Did Oklahoma State? exceed expectations this year at least oh 100 percent, 100 percent. um you know going into the season they weren't even in the top 25 like preseason rankings um they weren't even like we we had no idea who this Jalen brown guy was our, our running back or uh Jalen warren i'm sorry mixed him up with ld brown um we thought we thought we were getting ld brown a running back and mm-hmm. you know he, he he's a decent back and everything but and Jalen Warren comes out of nowhere from Utah State and is putting up Heisman numbers, Heisman candidate numbers. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm assuming you're like predicting OSU to win the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I got I got OSU winning. Um, I got OSU. Okay, actually, actually, we'll save we'll save that for the end. We'll give all our predictions at the end. All right, Nathan, you got any good questions yet? Yeah, so my main thing with Oklahoma State this year that I've seen that a lot of Big 12 teams obviously aren't known for is their defense. Their defense has been their main part. So I guess I want to hear, like, your side as a fan because obviously I don't really know Oklahoma State football a lot. Like, like what's, the, what's been the key for the defense being so success, successful, you think? I, I, think, I think our age is our defensive, like, just guru right now. Um, you know, we've got Malcolm Rodriguez. I think he's – coming on 40 years old um the the rest of our senior 
Uh, yes, I believe he's a senior. He might he might be a fifth year on his COVID year or something like that. Um, but right now, our, I think with our defense, it's our it's our age and experience. Um, you know, we took like Oklahoma. They get all these five stars and everything, and everything's all about the stars with them. And but we just got a lot of guys all together that have worked together and everything, and they just get out there and do their job. Are there going to be like? Is there going to be anybody? leaving this year that could possibly get drafted do you think like I don't I honestly have no idea I, I out of out of our defense um Malcolm Rodriguez is probably going to get drafted um I don't know if y'all saw but their uh the linebacker award that they do every year mm-hmm. he was for some whatever reason wasn't even put to the question and there's a lot of Oklahoma State Oklahoma State fans pretty upset about that but at the end of the day as long as we win awards don't really matter yeah. So are are you predicting Oklahoma State to make the Oklahoma offense look bad? I I think the Oklahoma State offense or the Oklahoma or the State Oklahoma offense. The, I think the Oklahoma State or Oklahoma offense is gonna get shut down. I think with a with a quarter with a freshman quarterback in there, um, I I'm predicting Spencer Rattler gets put in the game. So is so is he? Washington? I said that too. Yeah. I, I let bro. I just want a good game. I hope it happens. I want to see. I'd like to see a back and forth game. I'm I'm not going to be biased this episode, but I do want Oklahoma State to win just because I hate OU fans. I'm sure both of you guys know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I'm I'm hoping Oklahoma State wins. But we'll we'll see we'll see. Definitely, it's uh, I think Oklahoma State's a three and a half point favorite right now. I don't know if y'all do, do much Vegas odds and everything, but Oklahoma State's a three and a half point favorite. I think not only do they win the game, I think they cover that three and a half points. I just, I, 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 I think they will. I think they will. I think Oklahoma State not allowing a t- defensive touchdown in the past, or like, or an offensive touchdown in the past four games, I think is what it is. Like that is a crazy stat no is, matter is, the conference. Is that a stat, right? They haven't allowed that, it yeah, that is a that is a stat right now. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so the last yeah. touchdown they gave up was against TCU, and it was garbage time, garbage time fourth quarter. Yeah, by like 50. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. garbage yeah. time, fourth quarter, and it was an offense – like it was a defensive touchdown. So – how do you how do you think? Because obviously Oklahoma's not known for their defense. Is do you think that y'all can score a lot of points, like thirty plus? So, I, I was talking about this with someone else today. O- Oklahoma State doesn't their version of a blowout right now is what they did against Tech, which is like a shutout. Their version of like a twenty four point shutout. That's their version of a blowout right now. I don't I don't think our offense has the weapons necessarily. I think they're getting better, but I don't think we have the we- weapons to go in and put up like we did in 2011, 44 to 10 against OU. All right, go ahead. I know you've got some. Yeah, kind of going off of like the, the spread you said, the over under I just checked is 49 and a half. Do you think it's under? I think I think with this game, it's hard to pick an under just just because of the history with it. Um, a lot of the time in that history, it's OU blowing out Oklahoma State. Yeah. Like, but um, 
it's hard to say under with the history of it, but it's hard to say over with with Oklahoma State's defense. So that is something I would not bet on <laughs> if I were a man. Nathan, do you do you ha- what do you think about that? Um, I didn't know about that stats that that you said with the four games at the touchdown. So I was gonna say, I don't know. I'm I, I'm 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 gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. My gut tells me under, but I just I just oh, I just feel like it'll be a game where it just ends up being like 35-42 or like 35-38. Like yeah. it'll just be crazy. Now, Bryson, do you have any money on this game? I do. I I have no longer and I I don't want to touch it because I don't want to. I don't I don't want to bet against Oklahoma State because I'd be happy if they win, and I don't want to bet on Oklahoma State because I'd be if I'd be double sad if they lose because I not only would I lose money but my team lost. So yeah. that is just not a game I'm gonna touch. Understandable. All right. Obviously, you know more about Oklahoma State football than both of us. Uh, what do you think about Spencer Sanders? And is this other than the Big Twelve Championship? Obviously, that's going to happen next week. Is this the biggest game he's played? Um, I, I think this is. I think this is the biggest game or playing played in. Uh, fortunately for us, I think Spencer Sanders is playing his best football that he's played in his career at Oklahoma State right now. Um. I think Gundy's kind of opened up the playbook a lot more for him. I think we noticed that actually in our loss against Iowa State. Um, he was just throwing the ball down the field, which normally it's these quick little screen passes out and little slants over the middle. But I think he's airing it out a lot more than he, has, he ever has. So, but to answer your question, yes, I think this is the biggest game in Spencer Sanders' career. If we win, the Big 12 championship would be the biggest game of his career. Yeah, yeah. And what, what, what do you think – what are you – are you preferring OU or Baylor in that game? Because obviously, if OU wins, they're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, if, if Oklahoma State wins, then we don't have to worry about OU as long as Baylor takes care of business at Tech this weekend, I think. So, I think if – if OSU wins and Baylor wins this weekend against, I think they're playing Tech, it's automatic. Uh, Baylor is in just from the head-to-head with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So now my only thing with that is it's hard to beat the same team twice. Like you see it, in, you see it in every sport, like or every league, like NFL, college football, like basketball. Except it's the Thunder playing the Lakers. Apparently they know how to beat them. Um, but. Uh, I, it's hard to beat the same team twice. And I think this Baylor team is kind of getting pretty good too. So, yeah. Yeah. And then what, what do you know off the top of your head with the score? What, you guys played Baylor this year, right? Yes. We, uh, I think they, I think we kind of beat, the, beat them by double digits. Um, I think it was, I want to say 24 to six. Let's see if I can. And how, and was that early on? That was let's see, because obviously there's a lot of early on games that if we, that happened right now, it'd probably be the opposite result. So we beat them week five, 24 to 14. At that time, Oklahoma State was ranked 19 and Baylor was ranked 21. So, so both teams have improved a lot since then. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think 
early on in the season, um, rankings committees weren't really giving the Big 12 any credit, which is, I feel like, constantly an issue because, I mean, look at Texas. They were probably ranked in the oh, yeah, top 15 at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They Kansas they're, State. they're so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> Awful. I think they're playing. I think they're actually playing right now. Uh, they they beat Kansas State today. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. Just Not even making a bowl, bro. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. All right, Nathan, you got anything else for Bedlam? I'm sure I'll think of some here. Yeah, I got one more question that's kind of on my mind. What do you think – if OU was going to win this game, how do you think that, like, how would they do it? Like, like what would be – like, what's their one thing? Like, what's – I guess, what's OSU's biggest weakness that OU could take advantage of and try and win this game? I think Spencer Sanders. It, it all – I think it all comes down to spend, how Spencer Sanders plays against their defense. Um, OU's secondary looks kind of not good. So, I would say if Spencer Sanders can pick it apart, then, then we come out with a win, I think. If Spencer Sanders has two turnovers, then I think we lose this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's kind of it's kind of historically like when when Spencer Sanders makes mistakes, I'll lose. Yeah, and I I think if if you look back at that Baylor game, based on Spencer Sanders' turnovers, he had like I want to say two interceptions, and I I do not I was at that game, and we we did not look good against Baylor, so. It's 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 all quarterback play, I think, with this one. And obviously, like I'm not necessarily worried about our defense, but obviously defense matters. So but Spencer Sanders is what's gonna be the most important thing at the end of the day. Is it like do you think there's a chance that Caleb Williams just has like a like a monster game like he was whenever he first got put in? There's a chance. I think he could. Um I think I think we have and I want to say enough. I don't want to say like enough tape on him to see what he, to know what he can do, because Bed, Bedlam. I think Bedlam. All the games before it, nothing matters for Bedlam. I mean, you look at the past couple of years. Like Oklahoma has had a couple of average teams, and they've still like last year. Spencer Rattler opened the can of whoop ass on us. Like, yeah. It it, it Bed, Bedlam is just a different atmosphere from every other game, and. They say OU Texas is the biggest rivalry in the Big 12, but I think Bedlam is starting to become that, even though OU still kind of dominates it. But, like, honest, like, I, I don't know if this is everybody else, but I like this OU team is not, like, I feel like they're not that good. I don't think they're good. Like, at they, all. Are, like they are not a 9 1 team. No. Like, I mean, they struggled like, with Kansas. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. They struggled with this Texas team that we're seeing right now. They they were down twenty one zero in the first half and it had to come down. Did it go to overtime? I don't. Texas the Texas game. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Didn't yeah. it? It did go to overtime. Uh, I don't know. I could. I, don't know. I, I could. I know it was down to the wire either way. Yeah, it, it was a very close game, and I know they kind of cut it close to Kansas State. Yeah, and, Kansas. Uh, who? I, bro, I feel like all their Big Twelve games were within seven, like every every time. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. No, they say good good teams are great. Great team, or, or, no, good teams win. Great teams cover. Oklahoma State is a nine and two against the spread, and Oklahoma oh, yeah. is oh yeah, o- Oklahoma State is nine and two against the spread. 
with there are two losses where our first two games, Missouri State, which is a FBS school, FCS, and, uh, FCS, and but Spencer Sanders was not playing. Our backup quarterback was in. That was our first game of the year, and then Tulsa. For whatever reason, Tulsa gives us trouble every year. I don't know yeah. if it's preseason jitters or what. But... Tulsa almost beat Cincinnati a couple weeks ago too. Yeah. Yeah. Tulsa's Tulsa's honestly not a bad team. Their just record doesn't show it. Yeah. But like on on uh, bro, I, I wish Tulsa could play OU to be honest. I feel like that'd be kind of funny. I I wish I wish Tulsa played OU and OSU every year. But just put them in the Big Twelve. But no, because OU's going to the SEC now. Exactly. I wanted to ask you about that too. Is OU not going to get their ass whooped? I think. I think. And they're like, no, they're going to be one of the best teams in the SEC. I think the biggest thing OU has going for it, joining the SEC, is the amount of recruits it's going to be able to dip into. Because their their recruiting is insane. But as you can see from this year, all the four stars and five stars don't necessarily matter. Whenever. You can't yeah. do your job. Yeah. So. All right, Nathan, you got anything else? No, I'm ready to get to this. I want to see his final score prediction. All right. Okay. Final score prediction. Um, let's see. I think we're going to go 24-13 Oklahoma State. I'm going under. And they and they cover the three and a half. 24-13, Oklahoma State. All right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go 28-24 Oklahoma State. All right. Okay. I'm going 23-17 Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. I think I think they'll make it interesting next week. All right. Spencer Rattler comes in, game winning field goal. <laughs> Breaking my heart. <laughs> Did you say Spencer Spencer Rattler comes in? Yeah, Rattler comes in. He'll be in. He'll he'll play more than three drives in this game, I think. Because I think. Caleb gets pulled. Yeah, yeah. They'll 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 want a spark. I think I think they'll put Rattler in for sure. I can see it. You know, I actually I I saw Spencer Rattler on Thanksgiving. Um, this I, is first- bro, I I saw the post of uh, your your brother with him. Yeah, this was the uh, first year my family decided not to cook for Thanksgiving. We went to a little cafe or buffet called Ingrid's, and uh, he was sitting right sitting right next to us. Who was he with? He was with, I believe, it was his parents and his sister. So they came. In. I'm I'm sure they're I'm, I'm sure they're here for bedroom actually. So yeah, yeah. So the, he's from Arizona, I think. So yeah. But I mean, I I just I this is an important win for I think for. For Mike Gundy, I think it's a massive win, like very important win for Mike Gundy. Um, my thought process on it is if he loses these next two games, Oklahoma State's in the Big 12 championship no matter what. Yeah. So I think if Gundy loses these next two games, I think there will be talks about him getting fired. I think the sports animal will rip him a new one. Um, I, I think very, very important for Gundy. Now, if we went out, I, I think we're putting the college football playoffs. You think so? I, th- I think so. I think when it comes to strength of schedule, if we went out these next two games, that is two top ten wins. 
I think. We've beaten uh, enough top 25 yeah. teams. Yeah. Yep. Our, our strength of schedule. We got Notre Dame ahead what, of us. We lost to Stanford. What number – is Oklahoma State six right now, or are they higher up? Seven. Seven? Yeah. I'd like to see them in the playoff. That, that, that'd be interesting. I think it, it would be huge for Oklahoma in general, I think. Obviously, OU has been in it, but it would be huge for Stillwater. Like, that place will probably burn to the ground if they make it to the college football playoffs. And this this is, like, the best chance Oklahoma State's had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best chance since 2011 with Brandon Whedon and Justin Blackman. Yeah. Nathan, were, were you going to say something? I was going to say, because, like, you're going to have at least two teams lose because Michigan-Ohio State play. Right. Um, and then – Cincinnati's got a couple tough games. Alabama will more than likely have two losses after they play in the SEC championship. Right. So if Alabama loses two, they, I would assume that they're out unless they want to put a two-loss non-champion in a, the playoff, which just seems stupid. Right. But you're gonna have you're gonna have the opportunity to be there. So it yeah. just comes down to if the committee wants to snub, like they did Baylor and TCU the first year where they put Ohio State in, my boys Ohio State in over the two yeah. big 12 teams, but It'll just depend on how it shakes out because you got to assume that Georgia wins out, Ohio State wins out, Cincinnati wins out. That's three. It'll be basically Notre Dame or Oklahoma State or maybe Oklahoma if things go not so good this weekend. But if, if, if things don't go good this weekend and OU wins out, they're in. Yeah. They're I, could in. See it. I could see it, which would be crazy to think about. But we've seen crazier. I'm not even going to lie. I would pay to see Oklahoma State in the playoff just so OU fans would shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, Definitely. I mean, being so serious. I, I, if, you, if you get y'all get on Twitter very much, OU fans love to bring up the history of Bedlam. It's, oh, I know. I know. I've seen so many people post, it's not even a rivalry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a rivalry. Like, I mean, if, if tickets, are selling for four hundred dollars for people to go see this game. Like, it's a rivalry. It's, it's yeah. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, I'm. I'll. I'll be watching it. I'll be, I'm actually in Tennessee right now, but we're going home tomorrow, so I'll be watching it on the way back. And then I will be there. And I, I think it's gonna be cold game. I think it's gonna be cold out. So. I think weather weather could have a lot to do with it too. This is probably the first uh, colder game of the year. I wonder. I wonder what the fan split will be like. Is it uh, is it normally even? No, the, I mean it's 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 you fill you fill it up with fans wherever you're playing. Like um, my old my old boss in Stillwater, we still talk and everything. And I call I called him a little bit ago when he said this place already traffic crazy. Like people are coming. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, but I, I know a couple people that are like around my age that are going to the game, and they're like going down there already, to like stay the night and party whatever tonight, and then go to the game tomorrow and stuff. That's what I'm trying not to do because I do not want to feel like hell for the game tomorrow. But if yeah. Oklahoma State wins, you guys gonna rush the field? You know, I don't know. It's uh, that's a, it's a weird thought. Um, we're going into the game as a favorite. You know, I think yeah, that's true. I think professionally speaking, we, we don't. We should, we wouldn't. 
OU doesn't rush the field against us, but you know, we don't win a lot against OU. So yeah. I I think I think if we win, people will rush the field. I probably won't be one of them. Uh, I'll just watch the masses, but it's uh I think it I think it'd be an awesome win if we if we come out with a win. Yeah, well, I'm rooting for Oklahoma State. Obviously, I picked them. Nathan, I, I know you picked OU, but like theoretically yeah. speaking, as I want, I want to see OSU win. I want to see someone else. I want to see someone. I want to see something different happen. I, I I think that's a lot of what just college football fans in general want to see happen. Like, I think people are tired of seeing Bama win. I think that's why yeah. everyone's pretty excited about uh, Georgia being the top dog in the SEC this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I mean, obviously I'm a Tennessee fan, so I don't really like. I don't really like any of them, but like, I'd rather Georgia be good than Bama. So, exactly. I think, and you know, I think Cincinnati, like that whole deal. Here's my thought process on Cincinnati. If they, okay, so they're undefeated right now, but they're joining the Big 12. Like, would they, would this team still be undefeated in the Big 12? Like, I, I, I was watching them play, they're, they're doing it right. They're putting up a lot of style points and everything which is important whenever you're in the American conference trying to play. I don't, I don't, I don't think they'd be bad in the big 12, but I don't think they'd be undefeated. I, I don't, I don't think they'd have more than two losses though. No, I, I compare them to, to TCU. Like they, they look like TCU. They're a bunch of, if you, if you watch they, them, they're a bunch of small skinny. TCU's bad though. Yep. But like, okay. If Cincinnati makes the playoff, at four and they play Georgia, how bad are they getting beat? Because obviously they're going to get beat. 42 to seven. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, mean, I, say, yeah. I, I could see it. I, I don't know. Like, I, we don't know. I don't I don't even know how good they I don't think they're that good, but. I think. I don't know because we haven't seen them play anybody, so. I mean, what, what was their biggest game? Uh, SMU? But we've seen them almost lose to Tulsa. Oh, they played Notre Dame, didn't they? They beat Notre Dame. They did beat Notre Dame. You're right. Early in the year. Yeah, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. Early in the year. Three. So, I mean, is that all they have for bragging rights? Like, do they? Have any- is that their only top twenty-five win? Yeah, until they play Houston in the uh, the conference championship next week. Yeah, that's their only top twenty-five win. I could see them losing that. Not gonna lie. Like, just going in there, just thinking it's a look-ahead game to the playoffs and get their feet swept out from under. Especially with how this college football season is going. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, they're playing Eastern Carolina right now. They're a seven and three team. So. They're playing right now? Yeah. Imagine they lost that. Uh, Eastern Carolina is up three to zero with 529 in the first. So, we'll you see. know, I'm secretly, actually, not even secretly, I'll publicly say it, rooting for Eastern Carolina just to take Cincinnati out of the mix. Like it's cool what they're doing down there, but I yeah I agree I like I like to see a team like that like doing good. I just don't want to see a blowout playoff game. Exactly. That's exactly. that's that's the only thing about that. Like, yeah. And then you everyone... don't want to you don't want to Alabama Washington a cut like a couple years ago. Right. Yeah. 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 And then let's see who who else we got. We got Ohio State Michigan this weekend. That. That's important. He, he's he's yeah. a diehard Ohio State fan. Big game, man. Big yeah. game. I mean, I, CJ Stroud, you know, I think 
I think he's going to win the Heisman. I think. Yeah. At this point, he should. I mean, it, it doesn't – I don't feel like as an Ohio State fan he should, but, like, there's no really other better option, in my opinion, than him at this point. And just, like, what we, what we did to Michigan State was flat-out embarrassing for them. So – You're talking I about was, one loss Michigan State team? Dude, yeah. They got their asses whooped. Like, yeah, it was it was insane. It was 35 nothing with, like, 13 minutes left in the second quarter. I was like, golly. Like, that's the thing with Ohio State, like, we're not going to play great defense. Like we'll give up 28, 30 points a game, but we're going to put up 70. So it's like, like, it's just, it's just such a different Ohio state team than past years. Cause usually we play pretty good defense and then we play like, we have a good offense this year. Our offense is just nuts. Yeah. You know, I was, I was looking at that game, that, that Michigan state game, Ohio state was a 19 and 19 point favorite against a one loss Michigan state team. And I'm just like, Hey, this is kind of ridiculous, and I'm like, okay, Michigan State it might be worth putting money on against this. That's a lot of points. Like, no matter who, no matter who you are, 19 points. That's a lot to win by. I'm not yeah. sure. Bama and everything, but then they come out there and it's a blowout in the first half. I'm just like, well, glad I didn't touch that one. And yeah. CJ Stroud played the first half, and that was it. He That's played it. like one drive, the second half, but he didn't do anything. All the stats that you saw from one half. Like, bro, they, I wish they would have let him play the whole game. Obviously, it's not worth the risk of injury. Yeah. But, like, I, I just – I would I would have wanted to see what would have happened. Like, they literally could have put up 80 points. Well, we burned our we burned our backup's red shirt to, <laughs> to put him in against Michigan State. So, now we can't red shirt our backup. They should have played, like, Quinn Ewers. I know. We should have played, like, our four-string guy, like our, our red shirt senior sixth-year – We'll just put squad guy back in there and just ran wildcat the whole yeah game. yeah like we're not gonna throw the ball anyway <laughs> like right. i don't know but it was it was a fun game to watch i watched the first half and then i had to go to work but i was just like man we beat their ass it was it was yeah. insane it reminded me of the wisconsin ohio state big 10 championship a few years ago with carnell when we just came in there and beat the crap out of them and then snuck in the playoff yeah uh, now, now here's a question for you uh nathan Ohio State last weekend gets college game day against yeah. Michigan. They get college game day again this weekend against Michigan. You think Oklahoma State and OU are getting, getting snubbed there? This is, this is an important matchup for them too. Yeah, yeah, low-key. It's kind of weird because ESPN, obviously Ohio State and uh, the Big 12 have Fox rights. Right. So it's, I like the traditional Ohio State-Michigan game is always at 11. But I really wish – last week we didn't have game day because it like I hate I hate playing big games like that at 11 like I'd rather play that game at night or at like 3 30 but just the way the the tv stuff works out so yeah if if I was choosing between one of the games I would rather have the Ohio State Michigan game on with game day so I feel bad for OU OSU because it is such a big game for them too but I don't know I would I would have rather not had game day last week honestly I'd rather just been like I would have been fine with big noon Saturday kickoff and and been fine with that but um there's a lot like it's it's crazy there's a lot of good games this week that mean a lot to a lot of schools I mean you got the Iron Bowl too Alabama Auburn I mean obviously it the Auburn's pretty banged up so but like Alabama's low-key been like not playing that great like yeah Arkansas gave him hell last week I know I know but it it didn't all didn't Bo Nix didn't he hurt or something yeah he's out so tj finley the lsu transfers their quarterback right now bro he's ass bro 
Yeah, he's not good. I watched him play in high school because I'm down here from Louisiana. So I know a lot of I know a lot of the guys who end up going to LSU and stuff. And he's 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 just a big raw six five power arm guy who he's just raw. Like he has talent, but he's just he's not there. Big. Yeah, he's 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 tall. He's a big dude. He's like six five, two thirty, two thirty five. Yeah, he's like he's, he's like right he's like chunky. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's a big boy. He's like Zion. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah, that that man Zion needs to lay off the New Orleans Cajun food. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what he ate for Thanksgiving. <laughs> the whole <laughs> turkey. <laughs> the whole turkey, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all got it. Y'all got anything else? Oh, I'm good. That's it. All, All right, right, Bryson, you open to joining us on a post bedlam episode on like Monday or so. Yeah, I can do whatever. Works cool. for me. All right, I'm rooting for y'all. Appreciate y'all joining us. It was fun. Yeah. Bryson, we'll see you on Monday. See you. Go, folks. Peace. See ya. All right, everybody. We are going to take a quick break, and then we are going to come on with our next guest discussing the Bedlam game. All right, guys. We are back with our next guest. This is Josh, a student at Oklahoma State, correct? Yes. All right. Let's just get into it. Nathan, what do you have to say to Josh about Bedlam? Yeah, my biggest thing going into this game is it's honestly like the biggest Bedlam Bedlam game that I can remember, at least within the past five or ten years or so. So my biggest thing is like as an OSU student, like what's the vibe around Stillwater right now? Like for like the week in advance of this game and like, like how, how are people feeling around, around the school? Um, I'd say it's pretty optimistic and pretty positive here. Um, it's like, everyone's very excited and like really pumped for this game because like we're favored um, in, you know, the line has us winning by four points. Um, ESPN's FPI, like their football power index has us, having a like 56.4% chance of winning, I believe. So, you know, the Vegas ESPN, they're, you know, in our favor, we've seen our team this, this season, like it's very, um, we've been, we've played incredible. We are one of like top defenses in the country. We all know that, like we've all been following the stats here, like all the students really have. And so we're just very optimistic. Um, even the team, like Spencer Sanders, our quarterback, went um, on a press conference a couple days ago, and even he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna win." I I, I saw and, that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It, like even even like teams confident, the students are confident. I've been. I don't know if you guys know what Yik Yak is. You know, like it's like an anonymous app where you can just post within, and uh, you can post and people can see it, and you can see other posts within five miles of you. So it's very, it's a very like popular in college and on yik yak all it is is like we're winning bedlam like we're winning bedlam it's we've already like there's already a um a plan to rush the field when we win and like oh god (laughs) yeah it just it is very like everybody here is very confident and very excited for tomorrow's game are are you going oh yeah i'm lining up four hours early and i'm getting front row seats there we go okay question is this like obviously no bias obviously you're an Oklahoma State fan but like mm-hmm. did Oklahoma State exceed your expectations this year 100 percent. like we, we were not supposed to be very good this year um last year we were supposed to be really good and you know we we blew it we had like 
uh, I believe three or four losses at the end of the season. Um, we just, we really blew it last year. We got destroyed in Bedlam last year and we were supposed to do well against them. We weren't favored to win because uh, we already had like one or two losses at that point. And um, they were just a very way better team, but um, they really have exceeded our expectations this year. We went into this season just thinking, oh, it's going to be another mediocre, you know, three loss season. We're not going to win Bedlam. We're not going to get to the championship. It's going to be like it always has been for the past 10 years or so. And they just went off. Like they proved us wrong because, you know, we lost a lot of our good players last year. Lost Chuba Hubbard, Tylen Wallace, Dylan Stoner, um, about half of our offensive line, a couple of our star defenders. So, like, we thought we were kind of going to suck this year. Like, you know, the preseason stats and preseason rankings came out, um, and they had they had us at the middle of the pack. They had, you know, Iowa State and OU at the top, which, you know, how that worked out for Iowa State. But And Texas even was number three. Yeah. Uh, now they're number nine in the conference. So, you know, it just – college football has been crazy this year and we did not expect this at all but we're happy about it so okay well, what is your opinion because obviously uh, i mean in my opinion i think ou is like i feel like it's not they're not bad but i feel like this is one of the worst teams they've had like in recent years what do you think about ou mm-hmm. um i think they're very overrated uh I, I say that every year but i think this year i'm right um <laughs> And they were at the start of the season. Um, you know, they they changed their quarterbacks in the middle of the season in the Texas game. You know, Spencer Rattler was supposed to be a Heisman candidate, and now he's a second-string quarterback. So, like, you know, they've had problems figuring out their quarterback um, quarterback position, which is very rare at OU. You know, they usually have one and stick with them the entire way. Um, they're usually very good at running the ball. This season, they have not been able to run the ball very well. Um, it's been heavy passing game, and with you know two quarterbacks, they haven't been able to really succeed with that um, as much as they normally do. Uh, their defense is pretty terrible. <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. I think their defense is one of the reasons that they're um, a lot of the games. Pretty much for the first half of the season, they were only winning by one possession. And yeah, every game, it was like seven or less every game. Yeah. It's like they, they won by one possession. Um, most of the season, you know, they struggled against Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, they were losing until the fourth quarter against Kansas. And this like, the that's score looked a lot better than it was. It was not a 14 point game. No. Like that little, no, that little, it, Caleb it Williams, wasn't that little, like, little Kennedy Brooks, Caleb Williams handoff, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> like, bro, that, that, yeah. I, like, I was actually for that game. I was in Iowa. Like I went to our Iowa state game um, with a couple friends and I was like, I just checked ESPN, like the score when we were after lunch and can't, it was like almost halftime. Kansas was up by like 10 points. I was like, wait a minute. So, you know, I started watching it and, you know, Kansas was looking incredible. Like they looked like a good team against OU. And I was like, that's like unheard of. Yeah. And obviously every team has their bad games. So like, like OU's had a bad game. Yeah. Every Big 12 team they played. Yeah, they they've had bad games except for like TCU and Texas Tech. Like TCU and Texas Tech, they figured something out, but every other game they have not played well against, including last week against Iowa State. Like they almost lost. It, yeah. it was a 7-point game and, and you know, Iowa State looked really good. Yeah, like 
they just they just haven't looked like OU this season. And, you know, that's one of the reasons we're very confident here because OU just does not look normal and they do not look very good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you they talk analysts talk about the eye test, like watching the games, all of their games, except, you know, talk again, talking about the Kansas game with a 14 point game. They do. They do not look like that. Like when you actually watch the games, they do not look like the score reflects. Like, except for the very close games, because they do. Like, they, they're just not normal like you, and they're not very good. Like, I've been watching them the whole season, and it's, like, that's why I'm so optimistic for Bedlam, because they just don't look very good. All right, Nathan, what do you got? Yeah, I've got a question. We You touched a little bit on the defense part. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Big 12 is not known for defense. <laughs> but uh, yeah. LSU's defense has been insanely impressive this year. What do you think is, like, the key factor in that success for them? Um, I think key factors are front seven, honestly. Um, our front seven is incredible. Um, they bring up a, cu- a couple stats for you here. Um, yeah. I've, we are in the nation right now. We're number one in total sacks, number one in tackles for loss, and number one in third down conversion percentage. Um, so those first two right there, total sacks and tackles for loss, you know, that's all our front seven. Because, you know, our um, – you know, so, sometimes it's the linebackers, um, but, you know, it's really just our front um, front seven that is, you know, penetrating through every single offensive line that we've played pretty much every single play. Like, they're getting pressure on the quarterback. They're sacking the quarterback more times than anybody else in the entire country, and they're tackling people behind the line. Like, nobody can run against us. I remember I was at the Iowa State game, and, uh, you know, Brees Hall, one of the best running backs in college football right now. Um, and Iowa State's offensive line is not, like, bad. We had Brees Hall the negative five rushing yards through halftime. Like, I, that, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, so, like, I think the key to our defense is that front line. Um, we honestly could use some help in the secondary. Um, I think that's one of the reasons we lost against Iowa State. Uh, you know, again, I was at that game, and pretty much all of the yards that they moved were passing passing plays and it wasn't that the quarterback wasn't getting pressure because he was having to run out after two or three seconds every single time but our just our coverage we're we're good most of the time but we do let up a lot of big plays that we really shouldn't um so i think we need to get a little bit better there i'm hoping we're better there against ou uh because you know ou's been winning off passing they haven't been able to run the ball and that's you know and again another reason i think we're going to win tomorrow um OU normally is a very run heavy team and they haven't been able to do that this season. And I think with our front seven shutting them, them down so much, and we're, I think we're going to sack the quarterbacks a lot, which they're not used to. And I think we're going to, you know, tackle the running backs um, behind the line, which I think Lincoln Riley is going to kind of freak out at that point and be like, Hey, we need to start passing. And, you know, it gives us more opportunities for sacks and uh, batted down balls and interceptions so i i really think our front seven like our rushing defense is just the key to our defense this year because no one's been able to run the ball and in college football you really need to like running the ball is something you really need to do and we've been able to just kind of like depend on that front seven and you know pretty much just have people way back to cover so we we really don't let up a lot of big plays but um yeah, I think I think our front seven is just the key to our defense. 
Okay, I have a question. I know me and Nathan asked our last guest this, and we both think uh, that there's a chance Caleb Williams might not last the whole game. What do you mm-hmm. think? Do you think there's a chance like Rattler gets put in? Uh, 100%. I'm already predicting that. I like, <laughs> I think that I 100% think that, you know, around second or third quarter, Williams is going to be, you know, taken out because I think our defense is going to shut him down. Because watching Caleb Williams, like he's a young player. He's not very experienced and he's not great under pressure, right? You know, under the pressure of a game. Yes. But what I'm talking about is like, you know, rushing pressure. Um, I've, I've seen him a lot. He doesn't like to, you know, run out. He doesn't like to scramble a lot. He likes to sit back in the pocket. And when he gets all that pressure, he's not very good with it. He like, he, he misses a lot of throws. He overthrows them. He's thrown some picks in those situations. And, you know, I, I have seen, I was at the Iowa state game like two mm-hmm. weeks ago and I have seen, I don't know why, cause he can run the ball, mm-hmm. but he is like very pass first. Like he's very hesitant to, to get out of the pocket. I don't, and I honestly don't know why. Cause I feel like he could, he, he could probably have success on all the plays that he gets sacked on, but. Yeah. And I think he's going to be used to having a little bit more time than we're going to give him. So that's going to make him very uncomfortable um, because, because of our front seven, I really believe our front seven is the best in the country. Um, you know, Georgia's defense is great, but I think, you know, I think their overall defense could be better, but I think our front seven is the best in the country and, you know, they're, they're going to shut him down. They're going to get to him very quick. He's going to get very uncomfortable. He's going to have to try to run it. And when he runs it, our, um, our secondary is very good at picking that up and, you know, watching that and watching the run, they're very good at um, covering that. So he's, I think he's going to have to run a lot and, you know, as you said, he doesn't really like to. So I think he's going to get sacked a lot. So I think he's, we're going to make him very uncomfortable very early and he's not going to play well. And they're going to end up putting in Rattler. All right, Nathan, what do you got now? I agree with that. I said the same thing. I said it, I said Rattler would at least get three drives. Um, uh, yeah, at least. I think he'll get in in the third quarter for sure. Yeah. Um, another question that comes to my mind is obviously y'all are locked into the Big 12 championship. It's just yes. a matter of who you're going to play at this point. As an OSU fan, would you rather see OU next week again, or would you rather see Baylor? Just for the fact that I want to win Bedlam, I, I mean, you know, that's that plays into it. But um, also, I'd rather see Baylor because um, I think because of the history and because of the rivalry, um, it's just going to be a lot harder to beat OU twice than to beat OU and then beat Baylor, um, especially because, you know, beating a team twice – in the course of seven days because you know the big 12 championship is next saturday yeah and so like we'll have to play them one saturday and then the very next saturday and i think the chances of beating a team twice like in a row like that is um much lower than beating a team like baylor that we played at the beginning of the season and Mm -hmm. i was at that game Um, we looked pretty dominant against baylor and um you know I could be more comfortable with playing OU after we after Bedlam if we're if we look more do- dominant um, against OU than we did against Baylor. But at this point, when we haven't played OU yet, because of the rivalry, um, because I want to b- win Bedlam, and if we win Bedlam, we're most likely going to play Baylor. And because of you know the low low chance of beating a team twice in a row. Um, I'd much rather play Baylor and um, I've talked to a couple guys I know on the team about that. And they like, they say the team hundred percent agrees. So um, 
you know, and pretty much everybody that I've talked to that's an OSU fan also agrees. Like, we'd much rather play Baylor. Uh, we just – because at this point, we know we can beat them. Uh, we've beat them, you know, past few years in a row. I haven't really had much of a problem with them. And they're – I don't know if you guys have heard, but their starting quarterback isn't starting this week. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And, you know, there's a chance that he doesn't start in the Big 12 championship either. So that could really help us as well. I, I, so, I, don't, I don't know why, but this just came to my mind that OU, like there's a chance OU might not be in the Big 12 championship this year. Like, oh, like, yeah, if we win. Like, that's, yeah. Just, that's just insane. Like, Which, you know, the two things that would have to happen is, you know, we win Bedlam and Baylor beats Texas to Tech. Yeah, or, yeah, beat Texas. For, yeah, for like for Baylor to be in the championship and not OU. And Baylor, so, Baylor I, I would hope Baylor's not going to lose to Tech. I mean, I don't think they will. They, they have them in Waco. Like they have Texas Tech in Waco, you know, their home turf last last game of the season or regular season. And it's Texas Tech, a team that we completely shut out on the road. And, you know, I don't think Baylor's a bad team. Like they're a good team. We we only beat them by 10 points. It was a I believe the score was 24 to 14. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they, they were a very good team. And so, like, you know, they 100 percent deserve a shot at the championship, I think. Um, but, you know, I would rather play them. Okay, I, I have this question for you. If, say, Oklahoma State wins tomorrow and then they win the Big 12 championship, do you think they get put into the playoff? Uh, if they win the championship, yes. Now, there are a couple things that would need to happen for that to happen. Um, you know, obviously, either Ohio State or Michigan is – so we're at seven right now. That means we need to move up three spots to be in the playoff. Ohio State, Michigan is tomorrow. One of them is going to lose. They both have one loss already. So, you know, that game's going to help us out, you know, either way it goes because, you know, a two-loss team, the committee's not putting in over a one-loss team. Like, we just – we know that from history. Um, committee's not going to do that. So – and, you know, I'm pretty sure Ohio State's going to win that one, honestly. Like, they, they have the history. Michigan hasn't won since, like, 2010. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan's a diehard Ohio State fan. Yeah, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan, so I love hearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, my my dad's from Ohio, so I'm kind. I kind of am too. I'm not yeah. diehard, but I'm a fan. Yeah, so, my parents you know, were born and raised there, so that's how I grew up with it. Makes so, sense. But yeah. you know, I I'm I think Ohio State's gonna win. I I really do. So uh, you know, Michigan dropping out from under us will help because they're we're at seven. They're at six right now. Um. What would, what would help was Notre Dame. Is Notre Dame losing to Stanford? I don't think that's going to happen. It, it could. Stanford Stanford is, like, kind of sneaky, like low-key. Yeah. They are. They didn't are. They beat, didn't they beat Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's Oregon, one of Oregon's two losses. So, like, you know, I, I do think they could do it, and I would love to see it happen because it, it would help us out tremendously. But I think if we win against – OU and we win the Big 12 championship, we'll be put ahead of them because they, at this point, they have one ranked win and we have three. They're one to Wisconsin. Um, and, you know, if we win these next two games, that'll be five for us. And two of those very recently against top 10 teams. So I think we'll be put ahead of Notre Dame because we'll be a 12 and one conference champion over an 11 and one um, non conference. Like, you know, they're not in a conference. In the, in the, so. Okay, okay. so what if yeah. Oklahoma State wins the Big 12 championship? They win tomorrow, they win the Big 12 championship, and Cincinnati wins their conference championship. Um, 
So the one thing I'm holding out for there is uh, Alabama to lose to either Auburn or Georgia. I do think they're going to lose to Georgia in the SEC championship. And, you know, I do think that I know the committee has SEC bias and Bama bias, but I do think they'll put in an, a 12 and one conference champion over an 11 and two non-conference champion Bama. Um, just, but yeah, I, I would hope if, Alabama loses the Iron Bowl tomorrow to Auburn, they're out. Oh, yeah. Like, that. that's it. They're out. So, you know, I'm also an Auburn fan. I actually, like, I, I just got back from there. Yeah, like, yeah, you told me you were there for Thanksgiving. Yeah, so nice. yeah they're visiting family for Thanksgiving. If I wasn't going to the to Bedlam, I'd be going to the Iron Bowl. I've been a few times before. And um, so, you know, I even though I'm a little bit biased to Auburn, I do think they have a shot um, just because I've seen them, you know, upset Bama a couple of times already when they really shouldn't have won. Uh, but, you know, Auburn has it at home in Auburn. And, and Bama, Bama's uh, not been playing their best football lately. No, like, they're, they're not. I, I also think Bama's overrated. Like, I really do. Arkansas, like, really kept it close there last week. Yeah. So I think it's a big possibility. And if Auburn does win, then I, I think we're in. Like, I, if Auburn wins tomorrow – and Ohio State wins, I think we're in because I think the committee is going to put us ahead of Notre Dame. Now, Stanford winning would just secure it, but... <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Imagine imagine all that happened. Stanford Dude, I would, would, like... I would go crazy. That would, that would be like, it's meant to be. We're meant to be in the playoffs at that point. <laughs> yeah. Man, that would be nuts. This season's already been kind of crazy, but that would just that would just put it over the line right there. Like, hey. The top 10 has seen, like, 30 teams. So, like, I wouldn't doubt really? it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like, for real. Has it, has it actually been 30? If not, sorry. I, I don't know. Like, like that lie. was just kind of it's estimation. Okay, well, that, that was just lie. estimate, but, like. I bet it's been over 20. Yeah, like, 100%. Right, it definitely has, yeah. Because you think, like, Iowa State was, like, number 12 or something preseason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I mean, things like what, that. And Iowa was Texas, number two. Wasn't Texas top 10 at one point? Were they, I, I, th- they I think so. I yeah. think I got to nine. Yeah, and now look at them. They're on the verge of not having a they're not even season. They're not even making a they're bowl. They're five and seven. They're not yeah. even making a bowl. Yeah, they're not even going to have a winning season. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. not even going to have a 500 winning percentage. Like Honestly, honestly <laughs> makes the Red River game like look bad on OU now that you look. I mean, obviously, it's a rivalry, so the, like that's always going to happen with that game. It but, does. Like, but OU fans can counter argue with us because the same thing kind of happened. You know, we, we went down by a lot and then we came back. I, I don't even remember OSU Texas. What happened? It, it, it was like the same story. Like we were down by like two or three touchdowns at half. Okay. No, no, no. Actually, actually, I remember that now. Cause I remember talking yeah. about Texas blowing like two 20 point leads. Yeah. They, they did it like four games in a row. Like yeah. they, they were up by at least 10 points and they like blew it four games in a row. Like, <laughs> Who's their coach? Is it Sar- is it Sarkeesian? Sarkeesian, yeah, Sarkeesian. First year. Wasn't he Bama's OC like last year? He was some assistant at Bama. Yeah. I, I he I think he was their OC, but he was there, and then he went to the Falcons for like a offensive analyst job, and then he went back. Yeah. So he's been around a little bit. Dude, I feel like any assistant from Bama now is just like ass. Like... <laughs> yeah, the only assistant to ever beat Bama was um, like. Only former assistant of Nick Saban's to so ever beat A&M? his team was AM this year. Was that yeah. the coach? Is it Jimbo? Yeah. Fisher? Yeah, Jimbo Fisher. 
He was the only one in history. I feel like Lane Kiffin might do it, to be honest. I feel he like- could. He could. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. They had a pretty good game against Mississippi State last night. Yeah, yeah. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, same. But like that, they they look good. I think Matt Coral could could win the Heisman. He's yeah. he's very good, even though their defense is horrible. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're a fun they're a fun team to like. They're a fun team to watch. Like they're a fun offense, and I just love Lane Kiffin. Like I don't love yeah. him, but like just his energy and like his his vibe that he gives off is just fun to watch. It's entertaining. Oh yeah, like I. I think Ole Miss is fun to watch, but I wouldn't bet on them. <laughs> no, no shot. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> no way. But I kind of have a question as we kind of start to wrap things up a little bit. The over-under for the game is 49 and a half points. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think what – what are you predicting on that if you had to make a bet on it? I was actually talking to my uncle about this last night. He's a big sports better. Um, mm-hmm. he, he bet on OSU, so uh, <laughs> he's yeah. been pretty good this season with it too. He, teaches sports data and analytics at Auburn actually oh wow um, yeah Um, but I was talking to him about it I think that's way over what it's going to be I don't think like I think it might get a little close like my prediction for um, for the game was um, I believe 28 to 10 is what I I predicted Um, so you know it it might get a little bit close because my prediction was 38 points you know total Mm -hmm. Um, but you know I, I do think that our defense is going to shut them down and um, that's going to make that score go um, be in the under. And um, I, I don't think our, our team's going to score like a ton, honestly. I don't think OSU is going to score a ton. Um, OU's defense isn't good. I, I wouldn't say they're great, but they're like, you know, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the rivalry factor is really going to play into it as well. Um, but I think our defense is not going to let the score kind of go way high up and so I think it's going to be under that yeah I I think our last guest had under as well with OSU Mm -hmm. and then Cooper you had OSU under as well right yeah I think I'm the only I'm the only one that's predicted OU I'm just different I wanted to go OU just because I want to see him battle it out in the Big Ten (laughs) or the Big Ten the Big 12 championship yeah my final score I said I think I said 2317 OU Cooper is that right I think that's what I had 23-17 2317 yeah. OU. I, I said uh 2824 Oklahoma State. Yeah. But yeah, obviously I'm a I'm a bit more opt- optimistic in the defense. <laughs> yeah. But um just because like you no, know, I've been watching the games and our, our team, like any good, like good championship worthy team, um has steadily progressed over the season's gone on. Like the last four games, our starting defense has allowed zero touchdowns. The only like Dude, we were talking against about our last guest, and I was like, "That dude, that is insane." Yeah, like they, I mean, yeah, like TCU game, they had it. The score was sixty-three to seventeen. Um, score really didn't reflect that uh, the TCU side of it because um, those only two touchdowns was our second-string defense, and then Ethan Bullock, who's our third-string quarterback, fumbled the ball at like the fifteen-yard line, and their defense ran it in for a touchdown. So, like, our starting defense has not allowed one touchdown in the past four games, and that's, like, kind of crazy. And, you know, when you look at OU's defense against those teams, um, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, over 10 touchdowns against those four teams that we that we played. So, you know, like, our defense is much better than OU's, just um, on the eye test and statistically. 
Yeah. Okay, and I have one more question. If OU were to win Bedlam, mm-hmm. do you think Oklahoma State wins the Big 12? I do. I don't think we're going to lose twice. Um, you know, I, I don't think either team is going to beat each other twice. I think that's a very, very low possibility, very low chance, um, especially with as good as, you know, Oklahoma State really is this season, um, especially, you know, our defense. Um, so I, I really don't think they will. Um, I believe in Mike Gundy. I believe in Jim Knowles. Um, I think, you know, Jim Knowles, our defensive coordinator, 100% deserves that Broyles Award for best assistant coach. I, I believe that, but I think if we were to lose to OU, Gundy and Knowles would 100% fix it and figure it out, and they would not be able to beat us twice. Um, so I think, you know, if we beat OU and, you know, somehow Baylor loses to Texas Tech, then I think I think we still could win the Big 12 championship, but I think it's highly unlikely. Um, I... I I just don't – I just can't see one of the teams beating each other twice in a one-week period. I just think that's highly unlikely. Like, I, it could happen. Like, you know, it, nothing's out of the realm of possibility. Um, so. All right, Nathan, you got anything else? No, that's all I had for him. That's – I think that covered everything. I wanted, I was interested mostly in his final – you said 28-10, right? <laughs> Yeah, 28 to 10, just because I don't think our defense is going to allow much. And, uh, yeah, just I think we're going to shut them down because I really don't think their quarterbacks are as good as, you know, they're talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, Josh, I appreciate you joining us. Um, We're going to host a post-Bedlam pod after the Bedlam game if you want to hop on for a few minutes and give us your uh, opinion on what happened. So, Perfect. That sounds great. Yeah. All right, cool. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, appreciate yeah thanks you, for bro. having me. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. All right, guys, that is about everything we have for the Bedlam game. Nathan, any last words before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, I'll be watching the Ohio State-Michigan game before I fly back to Oklahoma City, so I won't catch the first part of the Oklahoma-OSU game. It's so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'll be on a – well, no, I'll be, I'll be able to watch the first hour because I'll be on my layover. Okay. And then after that, I'll be able to watch like the fourth quarter. So I'll, 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 I'll be watching that. Definitely. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm rooting for Oklahoma state. Sorry. It's just all, all my listeners are just arrogant OU fans, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Same. Me too. All right. That's about all we've got for this episode of the press room. Appreciate y'all listening and we will see you after the Bedlam game.